Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, I think I'm the one person in America that doesn't have a mock draft, uh, but I think everyone else does. But before I get to that, I bring Schrager in. The Chiefs, to say the Chiefs are going for it would be the understatement of all time. I mean, they now... You can agree or not agree on how they've decided to move their defensive personnel in and out since the minute they got an offsides that cost them a championship, uh, and they have not gotten over it. Even Andy, uh, even Andy, when he went to the official and said, "How could you call that?" And the official said, "Andy, he was offside by." Eight feet. What do you want me to do? I had to call it. I mean, it wasn't like he was offside by an inch. Well, that has caused them to really just completely take their defense apart. And now they make the trade today as I bring Peter Schrager in from Fox. And that is they get Frank Clark. First of all, they give Frank Clark five years, $105.5 million. Uh, and they give uh, Seattle a one and they flop two, they, a one and a two and they flop three. So uh, they gave up plenty for Frank Clark. That's for sure. Peter, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike. Yeah, I was on this early this morning. I heard this one was happening and it was either going to be the Colts, the Jets, or the Chiefs. And the Chiefs offered this haul in the Seahawks could not say no. The, yeah, you nailed it. I mean, they also completely changed their defensive scheme. Oh, yeah, and changed the, the scheme, fired their coach, who we know very well. He's an old friend. Uh, and, and listen, uh, I, I, they, they so much has been made about the one play. And, you know, the, the Chiefs were like, it shouldn't have been called. Hey, the official was right. Sometimes you got to call it. I mean, the guy's 10 feet offside. You got to call it. I mean, that's all there is to it. It wasn't like it was a ticky-tack foul. I mean, it wasn't. He was way offside. It cost them a championship, yes, but, you know, you got to live with it. But they have had trouble living with it, and they think that this is their now time. Andy's getting old. He's going for it. And clearly, they feel they're going to have a defense that can match up to their offense next year. Let's see if if that's true. There's also also this. Mahomes is going to be up for his contract soon enough. He's already during his third year that's going to be a monster 40 million dollar a year deal you got Tyreek Hill his contract's coming up shortly Chris Jones the player his is coming up so it's basically like we got all these guys under contract yep. let's go all in and they view Frank Clark as an upgrade from D Ford who they traded for the 49ers yeah, so and, that, and listen D Ford had a good year he did have a good year and they listen they were a softy we know they, they were a softy but now they have what they hoped they could they could build with and have the guys who can give them pass rush guaranteed pass rush, which they always had pass rush, but now they feel like they have the guys who can do for them what the Colt guys did for Manning, and that is when you get a big lead, go in there and knock the quarterback down. And just Absolutely. continue to knock the quarterback down when you're down, when you're up. We're going to get you up three touchdowns, and then you go kill the quarterback. And that's basically how they want to play. Yeah, and they look at the Honey Badger and Frank Clark as upgrades from Justin Houston and Eric Berry. And if that's what you do, you got better – and Spags is an upgrade over what Sutton was doing last year. So they think they're better on defense. They're ready to win right now. That's how they oh, view they, it. They, listen, that's as now a team as we have it. had in this league in a long time. Uh, that is a yep. very now team. All right, let's get to the draft. Uh, I, I haven't heard the uh, Schrager uh, mock draft. So why don't you give me, uh, take it one through six. Give me the scenario, what you think is going to happen here, since that takes care of the Jets and the Giants. So give me one through six. 
One is Kyler. I've been saying it since Kingsbury was hired. I don't even know if Kingsbury takes that job if Kyler's not okay. available. Uh, so that's a, that's a lock, right? I mean, I, you're going to hear a lot of things in the next couple of days. Well, I mean, I one guy called it 99.9 today, so I think that's pretty much, you know, that, that's as close as you get. So it sounds like he's going there, right? We'll be stunned yeah. now if he doesn't, right? You'll be there, and the wrinkle is I don't think Rose is necessarily being traded the day of the draft, which everyone will be shocked about, but – they are stubborn. They don't want to trade this guy for anything less than a second-round pick. And from what I gather, teams, Giants included, are not offering second-round picks. No, third Rose. round is what I've been hearing. Giants, Dolphins, a couple other teams. Third round has been the market, what I've heard. Third round. The one I heard was Redskins uh, were talking third and Case Keenum, which is a old Kingsbury disciple at the University of Houston. And it was kind of the sell was, hey, you get Kyler Murray, the ideal backup in Case Keenum. We get to shop him. And we get to get rid of him, and you get a third-round pick. But the Cardinals, I think, bristled at the thought of a third. So they're they're not looking to spend, you know, to trade him on sixty cents on the dollar. But that might be the market right now. Yeah. All right. All right. What does San Francisco do? Two is Bosa. This is the the edge rusher that they've okay, been looking Okay, Bosa. For. And who do the Jets do? Everyone's going to say that the Jets are looking to trade back, or the Jets are going to Jets will take Quinn and Williams if he's on the board. That's how I see it. Ed Oliver was a bunch of smoke. That's not happening. I, I was as high on it, Oliver, the last few months as anybody, but three is too rich. And for what the Jets are looking to do, they want good people in that locker room, and they want guys who can do it all. And I had – this is – not to get anyone excited, I've had multiple teams tell me this is the best player in the draft and, furthermore, the best person in the draft. So if that's the case and you're the Jets sitting at three and you're a new a GM with a new head coach and you're not sure where you're at, Take the best player and the best person. Do you buy I into this – all right, let me ask you one thing. We're talking about Peter Schrager, Fox. Do you and I haven't talked to the Jets, so and I don't talk to them for the Jets because I'm not going to ask. I mean, the general manager and I have a very good relationship. I'm not going to ask him to tell me what he's doing. I don't expect him to. So uh, the bottom line is, uh, do you think there's a chance that Washington is trading up into the Jets spot to take a quarterback? I think that's what the Jets would love. The Jets would love a bounty of picks, a couple second round picks, a future first, this year's first. I don't see it happening. I don't see anyone okay. trading up that much. To get Haskins or Daniel Jones. Okay. All right. Number. All right. So number four is. I think that's where Ed Oliver goes to the Raiders. You're going to hear a lot. Oh, he's, an, he's a Raider. I mean, let's be honest. Ed Oliver that was born to be a Raider. The guy was. That is exactly the, what he Ed Oliver's a Raider. I mean, listen. Everything I've heard, he's a Raider. You know, everywhere he goes, he wants to start a fight. I mean, he's a Raider. He's a Raider. He's a 280-pound defensive tackle who one team told me could play inside linebacker if you need. Like. He's just freaking. I'll athlete. tell you what freak one guy told me. I said this before they before he quit on his team in the in the bowl game, okay? Yep. One yep. guy told me, hands down, best player in the draft, but a lot of teams won't even have him on the board. Yeah, and, and I think he's done better to rehab his image in this in this pre draft process. A lot of teams like him. But the truth is, Mike, he is a three time all American who absolutely dominated at the University of Houston and dominated better competition. And teams love the athletic. But ability. why is so, he such? But how how much is true about him being a jerk? I don't think that's as bad as like. Okay, so one of the things that you're going to hear about is he was wearing his jacket uh, on the sidelines, and his head coach Major Applewhite told him to take his jacket off, and he said, "No, screw you." And that was a whole blow up. And he said, "Okay, well then, you know, you're not a part of the team and all this thing." We're talking about wearing a jacket on the sideline. Yeah, but when I, a coach NFL, tells you to do something, you do it. I mean, I know, I, you know. I know, but I also think this is one of those deals where you said it right. It's the silver and black. Well, well, I mean, I've bit. even heard that he started a fight at the Walter Camp dinner. <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff on him. 
that's why I don't think the Jets are the right fit, but I do think he fits that Raiders personality quite a bit. All right. Uh, uh, now, this is tricky. So, five Tampa, which could do anything. What do you think Tampa's doing? So, they're the team that says openly, we're willing to trade back. Who wants Haskins? Who wants, uh, who wants Locke? Who wants Jones? I'm not sure if that's where Washington trades up. If they don't, if it just stays is. They love this linebacker out of LSU. White, okay. This, this guy, Devin White, who okay. runs side on the sideline is drawing comparisons to Patrick Willis. Can't so, miss. Mostly can't miss player. That's yes, safe, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that's the most. Very safe guy. Going to be a very – going to get 150 tackles. Going to be one of those he's guys. A stud. Yeah. He's a stud. Yeah. All right. And what, now, so this will be interesting. What Here do the Giants go. do? So who's sitting there? Number 41 from the University of Kentucky. 17 sacks in the SEC. Josh Allen is sitting there right now for the Giants. The way I see it, I don't see Gettleman trading out of that pick, and I don't see Gettleman going quarterback if Josh Allen. I don't see him either. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do not see him taking a quarterback at six. I don't either. And this kid, I don't know if you had a chance to meet him. or. I I don't know. I've watched him on TV. I obviously heard good things about him. Uh, So if they get Josh Allen at six, I think they did very well. I think so too, and I think that's what they're looking for. Best player available, and this would be a home run pick. Allen's deal, which I love, this is a story I got from one of the other teams. Um, they said, why don't you leave your junior year? Because he had 10 sacks as a junior and dominated at Kentucky. And he said, I wanted to put on weight, and everyone said I was going to be a late first-round pick. I think I could be a top-five pick. But I also had a kid, and I knew that my earning potential would be better if I put on some more weight and dominated the SEC one more year. So, like, kind of one of those, like, mature guys. He went to the senior season with people saying he should have gone pro as a junior, returned to Kentucky, and – was the SEC defensive player in a conference, obviously, with the Alabamas and Auburns of the world. All right. So you went, and these are the, so here's the Peter Schrager from Fox Picks. Murray, Bosa, Williams, Oliver, White, Josh Allen. Now, no one picked the quarterback yet. Who's going to be the first one to pick a quarterback? This is where it gets fun. Does Washington trade up a little bit here? I think Buffalo will be looking to trade back. I think Detroit at eight will be looking to trade back. And then I throw this out there to you. Do the Giants trade up from 17? Not their history. Not their history. Not their history, and certainly not Gettleman's history to get fancy on this one. But if they do, I hear that they love Jones and Haskins, and they really like them. They don't like them enough to take them at six, but they really like them. If they feel like Washington's maneuvering, do they make a move? I wouldn't wouldn't say it's impossible. Now, forget what the Giants like. Rank for me right now from what you've heard around the league. uh, You spend all your time doing this. Rank the quarterbacks for me. Forget Murray. Leak Murray out because he's going to go number one. Also an outlier. Some yeah, yeah, don't even worry him. about him. Forget him. Now, rank the quarterbacks for me. Here's how I think they're going to go. Here's the order. Well, no, no, no. Tell me how they're going to go. Tell me how, first, tell me how you think. Me that, personally? Yeah, who, who, what you've heard about, which ones you think are the best. Yeah, I mean, the guy that I think is the best and I've heard the best about is Drew Locke, but I think he goes third out of all three. Okay, so you like Locke the best, but you think he'll go. Now give me the order you think they'll go in. I think it goes I think it goes Haskins, Jones, and Locke. Haskins, Jones, and Locke. And do they all go fairly the next group of picks? Yeah, in the top 20. It's, I don't know who picks Can the that. Giants like, get a quarterback at 17? I think one of them will be sitting there at 17 if they want to make that move. Or, you know, here's the thing with the Giants. They could very easily go with an offensive lineman. It's a great draft for that. Have the pass rusher, the offensive line. Well, that's the and smart the second thing round, to do. Yeah. Second round, this kid, Will Greer out of West Virginia, a lot of teams like him, and they all assume he's going to be there in the second round. Well, if that's the case, there's a chance some teams well, I, I could see the Giants getting down in the 20s. This I can see them doing. 
I can see the Giants getting down in the 20s, have a quarterback they like on the board, and trade the 35th pick in a package to get up to the 20s for, for a quarterback. I could see them doing that. Wouldn't be shocked. And this kid Greer is the name I would watch. He, he worked out for the Giants. It went well. I also hear he was really impressive in New England. I, that's the thing. It's, now you get, after you get Giants and Redskins, you get teams like New England and L.A. Chargers where they have their starter, but they might be looking towards the future. And it's an end of first, early second. Those are the type of teams you're competing with for that second quarter. And you like Locke. Why do you like Locke? What, have you, what, what is it you like about Locke over the other guys? Because, I, again, I am not an NFL scout or right. GM. I love right. a guy with a huge arm and a guy who has experience. He played four years at Missouri, and he's got a rocket. And they say, well, he's got a little bit of a punkish attitude. If you watch some of his tape, it's a little inconsistent. I don't care. I, look, I'm also the guy who was going gaga over Mahomes two years ago, and everyone said I was an idiot because he played in the spread offense, and that looks pretty good. So I'll always take the big arm and the kid who's got a little swagger to him. And Drew Locke, I met him at the combine. I've met him a few other times. This kid thinks – yeah, you know, his stuff doesn't stink, and he kind of. Oh, so he's cocky. Locks a cocky kid. Yeah, and the two the teammates follow him, and they like him. Like, and you know who? You know the reason why I connect him with the Giants early on. A lot of people have said, "Hey, keep an eye on that four-year player, three and a half-year starter." He's his agent is Tom Condon, Eli and Peyton's agent Tom Condon. There's like connections to all these guys. I I like the way Lock carries himself. There's nothing bad, no cockiness in a bad way, but he knows that he's the man, and he's always been the man, and. I feel like a team is going to take him, and he's going to be a player in this league. All right. The player that I've heard that is the sleeper player in the draft is the Iowa tight end is what I've heard. Which is, one? Th- Which one? There's two of them. No. the, the Hawkinson? Yes. Fans. Him. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Yes. Yeah. So everyone's saying top 10. I don't know. It, it takes a lot for me to think a, a tight end whose best quality is blocking in the run game is going to go top 10, but – there is a lot of heat around him and the other tight end from Iowa. Comparing, no him, to, comparing him to Mark Bavaro, though, that's a high praise for me, though, first of all, to compare anybody Mike, to Mark I've Bavaro. I've heard someone compare him to Gronk this week. I said, just watch your mouth. Like, you sound stupid when you start comparing people to Mark Bavaro and Gronk. Gronk's the best tight end of his generation. But if you're drafted in the top 10 as a tight end and you were number 38 at Iowa, it, 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 you have to be that good to make that return on investment. It's just not a position you usually see drafted that high. But, yes. Multiple teams are high on him. He can go as high as seven. Right. Plus, exactly remember, his though. coach has carries a lot of weight in the NFL. He, yes, he carries yeah, a tremendous amount. He's very well respected. So, I and mean, in recent yes. history, there's Dallas Clark, who came out of Iowa at tight end. And obviously, in recent years, this kid George Kittle for the 49ers is a beast. So now they're looked at as tight end U, the University of Iowa. Yep. And Kirk Ferentz, and they just, you know, it's a machine. They, put, they produce NFL talent. Well-coached NFL offense. Here we go. Right, and everyone loves them. So, yeah, yeah, he, he won't slip too far. I think he that's the guy I've heard. And, you know, uh, the other one would be Oliver. And where Oliver winds up, uh, he sounds like a Raider to me. I do, I do agree that. Could Oliver be a guy who, who uh, winds up slipping to the middle of the round because people are afraid, scared to death of him? No, I don't see him getting past the Raiders. He's that good. I, I think he's going to be a Raider. The guy that... No one's talking about, and you watched a lot of a lot of big game football. I know you do on Saturdays. It's Christian Wilkins, who is number forty-two. Yeah, he's on a good. He, he's a good player. He's a, he ha, he's a very. You know, he's a good player. Now listen, Clemson had a lot of them, and they dominated everybody. But they, you know, he's a good player, no question. And I've heard him he mentioned. I've heard him mentioned a lot in the top ten. He might go way higher than these mock drafts have. He might go 7-8, and everyone's thinking he's going 15-16. So, again, this is a weird draft, Mike, where the quarterbacks aren't the big names, but teams are salivating 
over the defensive line talent and the offensive line talent. So maybe not a huge ratings draft. There's no five quarterbacks like last year. But to build a team on the inside out, like this is what scouts and GMs drew over this kind of draft. We, we know there's probably no chance that Murray's not going to Arizona. Is there any chance Bosa's not going to San Francisco? I'd be I'd be lying if I thought they'd go anywhere other than Bosa. They just I think they've come to terms with it internally there. From everyone I talk to, it seems like it's Bosa or Williams, and I would give Bosa the lead dog in that race right now. All right, and most likely team to make a trade is? You know, I only know teams that are looking to trade back necessarily. Yeah, it's think, always the case. They're always looking to trade you back. You know, Detroit yeah. and Buffalo, that's not going to wow you, but Washington is the big wild card. Bruce and Allen nobody's likes, looking to, no one's looking to get up to pluck one of these quarterbacks then, right? Nobody's, was, nobody's dying to do it, right? I think I think if Washington wants to play it fast and loose, they can make a move here. But everyone's talking Raiders looking for Kyler Murray. I've been told that they've given Derek Carr their word, whatever you trust that from Gruden and Mayock or not, that he's their quarterback, and they owe him $19 million anyway. So I don't think Raiders go quarterback. You might hear a lot in the next 48 hours of Raiders for Murray. Maybe the Raiders make a surprise pick at four and take a quarterback. I, I just don't see it. I think it's going to be pretty chalk the first few picks and not a lot of trades. All right. Well, and what are you doing during the draft? Where are you going to be? I'll be there. I'll be interviewing the commissioner on Thursday, right before the NFL Network broadcast. I'm fired up for that opportunity. And then all day Friday. Did you have to hand your questions in last week? No, actually, I've been waiting for that email. I haven't gotten that. Oh, yeah, it'll come. It'll come. (laughs) It's coming. Don't worry. (laughs) It hasn't gotten here yet. Yeah, it'll come. uh, I don't doubt it. Uh, We'll see how it goes. And then. All day Saturday, I'm doing Friday night too, but all day Saturday is a thrill for me. Uh, I'm on the desk with Eisen and Daniel Jeremiah and Charles Davis. So if you're a draft geek, it's probably going to be a beautiful day Saturday in New York. If you're that person who stays on the couch, I'll be on NFL. So you'll be on the NFL Network desk on Saturday, Friday and Saturday. 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 Rounds three through seven. I'm geeking out on this stuff. I can't wait. Oh, good. Well, have fun. We'll be watching. Thanks. I love it, Mike. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Peter Schrager, Fox. There you go. There's his. And listen, he's connected well. Like, you know, he's not a draft Nick. He's obviously an NFL reporter, you know, and one of the up-and-coming guys in the NFL, you know, who's one of those information guys. So he's got Murray, Bosa, Williams for the Jets. Hey, you talk to five guys. they got five different guys for the Jets. Uh, Ed Oliver, who some people have for the Jets. Some people have the Jets in love with Ed Oliver. Uh, I don't see Ed Oliver as McCagden's guy. I just don't. And I have not spoken to McCagden, but McCagden's personality, which I think I know fairly well, I don't see him in love with Ed Oliver from the stuff I've heard about Ed Oliver. I just think he'd be a little worried about him being disruptive. Um, then White, who's a, a considered to be a can't-miss linebacker who's going to do really well for you. Solid, you know, solid, good pick, going to you know, go in there and be a 10-year player. He's going to be a Derek Brooks guy you know, for the Bucks if he goes there. And then does Josh Allen slip to six? If he does, the Giants get themselves a really good edge rusher. I do not. Here's the question. Do the Giants draft a quarterback at six? I do not believe the Giants will. I don't know anything. I don't think they'll pick a quarterback at six. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.